the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, episode number 234, Epiphany, your light bulb aha moment to go a different way. Welcome to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, the show dedicated to helping you crush adversity and succeed in life. Brad believes you deserve a life that is fulfilling and impactful, and this show is designed to help you navigate beyond adversity and achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Now, here's Dr. Brad. Hello, good people, and welcome to Beyond Adversity with Dr. Brad Miller. Joy, a privilege to have you here with me here in episode number 234, where I'm talking about Epiphany, your aha light bulb moment to go a different pathway in 2023. The Beyond Adversity podcast is available at drbradmiller.com, where I have over 230 episodes of this podcast, which are here for you to serve you, to help you to get beyond adversity in your life and achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. This is episode number 234 and episodes 232 and 233. We had an interview series with a woman named Christine Malik, who gave an incredible story about how she had some transformation in her life. And we have that interview there, and we're going to talk a little bit about that here today in reference to the things I want to talk to you about, about this word epiphany and this season of light and aha and changing your life. My brother and I are 16 years apart. We actually have the same birthday, same birthday, but 16 years apart, July 19. And I'm 64, so you can figure out how old he is. When he was in college, I was already out in my career doing things, and his college job was to be a tour guide at a place called Squire Boone Caverns, a cave, a cave where people would go on tours. And that was his job one summer, which was a great job. He lived near nearby where my folks lived. A cave was nearby where my folks lived, a bit of a tourist attraction, and that was his job. So my wife and my young kids went to visit him and went to go on the tour. We went to visit a home that summer, and we went on the tour with him because he wanted us to, and it was a lot of fun. And you do what you do when you go to a cave. You ever been to a cave like a Mammoth Cave or some of the big caves in out west and other places where you can tour a cave? <clears throat> and he did what all tour guides of caves do. We went deep into the cave, and all the lights were turned out. All the, all the regular artificial lights, which illuminated the caverns. So you could see the stalactites and the stalagmites and all the different rock formations and the water rushing and so on. Turn out all the lights. And if you're inside a cave and they turn off the lights, guess what? It's dark. It's really dark. It's literally so dark, you cannot see your hand in front of your face. You ever seen that kind of darkness? You do not see that kind of darkness in the general course of your life. In your home, you have little, the moonlight comes in and, and starlight, and we have little uh, bulbs and bells and things that light up in our houses, illumination things on our televisions and VCRs, or VCRs, on our things like that. Dated myself right there by saying VCR, didn't I? But you know what I'm talking about. The things that are lit up around your house. It's never truly dark. But a cave is dark. And here's what Benjamin did that uh, 
got my attention when I was talked about here today. He gave his little talk about about the cave and all the formations and so on. He turned the lights, and we stood in the darkness and quiet for probably just a minute or so, but an uncomfortably long time, it seemed like, with a group of a dozen or so of us, and people unable to see anything in front of him, or family or friends or anybody else. And then he did something that was pretty pretty cool. His watch, he said, watch, he just said, watch this. And then he touched the dial of his watch, which is one of the early models of luminescent watches, where you just touch the dial and the dial would light up. And that's what he did. He touched, touched the button on his watch, and that little watch lit up. And guess what? The tiniest little light from that watch lit up that entire cave. And we could literally see each other's faces and we could see each other rather clearly from the tiniest of lights there, from the tiniest of lights. It doesn't take much dark or it doesn't take much light to pierce through the darkness when there is total darkness. Now, I mentioned that word epiphany, and epiphany in the Christian year, and I think most of you know that I'm a retired pastor, so I make my faith as Christianity, and that's why I adhere to it. And I'm going to be that from time to time in our discussions here and other faith-based things, and I will live up to that as we go along. So I want you to bear with me on that and take, if you're not a faith-based person, please take it to heart and take the message here to heart and that it would be. Because here's what I will mention up to you. The day of Epiphany in the Christian year, and I'll define it here in a moment, is always June or is always January the 6th of that year. And that date, January 6th, it reminds you of something, doesn't it? We hear it a lot. We're hearing a lot in terms of what happened on January 6th, 2021, when the and with the insurrection happened and people tried to attack our government, attack the United States government and tried to overthrow it, and the insurrection happened. And for many people, that date triggers that. You hear Jan 1-6 or January 6th, you think about a dark time, a bad time, a time that makes you feel queasy and un- uneasy and trigger something, right? Triggers. I want to give you an alternative to that, to what I think we can play, talk about here today. Because June the 6th is also 12 days after Christmas. Or the 12th, June 5th, and into the June 6th is the 12th night. The 12 days of Christmas is actually from Christmas Day to June the 6th. And it's a time when the Christmas season was celebrated, the birth of Christ, but it's also indicated that time that when the, when the Bible says that the wise men or the magi came from the east to follow a star to go to Bethlehem to where Jesus was at and to marvel at that. So that was that time period from the birth of Jesus to January 6th, those 12 days. That's If you want to talk about the 12 days of Christmas, that's really what that is all about. And it's a time of manifestation. That's what the word epiphany means. It means manifestation or a celebration of God's manifestation in the baby Jesus being revealed into the world. And it's considered a holy day for Christians. It's also sometimes called the Three Kings Day. 
but it's just an indi indicator of the light that went. Now, interestingly, interestingly enough, June the 6th of 2023, which is what we're talking about here today, not only is the season with the Magi, we're following the star, it's also in the calendar, full moon. So yeah, let's think about this. So here's the image I want you to have. I want you to set aside all the ugliness of January 6, 2021. And let's talk about the impact of January 6, Epiphany 2023 for you and me today, today, moving forward into this kind of a light moment, a light bulb moment, if you will, a time of change. And that Epiphany moment, it says that the Magi, the wise men, saw the star bright, blazing star, and they followed it to the stable. And that's what they followed. And they went there so they could pay homage to Jesus. And it says in the Bible in Matthew 2, 9, when they heard of the king, they, meaning the wise men, set out. And when they went to the star, when they saw it rising until it stopped over a place where the child was, where the baby Jesus was. And when they saw the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. It says in verse 10, and on entering the house, they saw a child with Mary's mother, and they knelt down and paid homage to him, and they gave him, you know how this goes, they gave him the gold, the treasure chest, the gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. So they saw the light, they followed the light, they were transformed by it, and then they gave gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh and paid homage. And here's what's interesting. Here's what I want you to hear today in Epiphany 2023. And I haven't been warned in a dream not to return to Herod. The Herod had sent them out there, and the Herod wanted to destroy the baby Jesus. It says, the Magi, the wise men, in verse 12, Matthew 2, 12, says they left for their own country by another road. They went another way. Interesting. They saw a light. They had their aha, light bulb moment, if you will. They were changed by it. They paid homage to Jesus. Then they, and then they went back home another way. They changed. They changed. Now, the, the epiphany has this religious significance. It has this Christmas time significance, you know, the 12 days after Christmas. And it has a religious significance of the wise men traveling to see Jesus and the aha moment that they had. But there's also this sense, and you've heard this word epiphany used in sentences before, and people say, man, I had an epiphany moment. And it's, it's basically a literary device that people use in writing and in great literature and other processes and in language and phrase phrases. And it's a moment when someone is suddenly struck by a life-changing realization which changes the story. It sends it another direction. And often it happens with a small moment, but sometimes it can be something pretty profound and significant. There's, in, in, for instance, there might be a situation where a, in an argument with his wife, a man realizes that he's the one creating the arguments with his wife. And in order to keep his marriage he has this aha moment that he has to stop being such an aggressive person. Here's what I want you to try to understand here today and what I want you to get here today. Last couple of episodes we've had, Christine Malik talked to us about her, her aha or her epiphany moment. 
She was involved with a terrible brutality of abuse in her marriage, and it involved beatings and hospitalizations, suicide attempts, alcoholism, drug abuse. Bad stuff was happening to her all the way up to the time that her husband attempted to murder her and shot her in the head. And she had her epiphany or her light moment by a visit from an angel as she shares her story. And I invite you to go back to episode 232 and 233, Beyond Adversity, to check those out. She had her aha moment and it changed her. Now, here's the thing. Lots of people who are involved with bad things, abuse or suicide or alcoholism, get stuck or they decline if they do not choose after they have their aha, they get the bottom moment to change. And for Christine, she changed and she became a great advocate for women suffering from abuse. And she is she's a speaker and a writer and leader, has courses, and I invite you to check her out. In fact, she talks about her whole deal now is to be an advocate, to ruffle some feathers and blow some minds, and she's doing a great job with that. Yay, God. But we wouldn't be hearing about her story in my podcast or anyplace else if she hadn't changed the way she did things. And as the Bible says, to go home a different way to change. Here in 2023, we are all talking about the phrase that Google has said that the search term for 2023 and 20, into 22 and 23 was how can I change? How can I change? A lot of people are putting that in their Google searches. How can I change? And I would share with you not only how can I change the nuts and bolts of it, which I can teach you and others can teach you, but why? Why do you want to change? What's in it for you to change? What's in it for me to change? For me, I had my kind of epiphany or my aha or the light bulb comes on, on moment not too long ago, the last couple of weeks, really. Within the last few weeks, I was indicated that I had cancer and that I had heart problems. And it was confirmed just a couple of weeks ago that uh, I do have cancer and heart, heart disease and it has to be dealt with. And I'm going to have to have surgery, it looks like, to deal with these issues. I don't like that. That was my aha, get me in the face moment. And I need to do something about it. If I do nothing about it, I was the, both the heart disease and the heart disease and the cancer will advance and it will probably take my life eventually. And I don't want that. So I had this vision, this aha moment, and it was related to the emotion of seeing my two granddaughters, age five and two, over the holidays and spending some time with them and realizing, because I learned about this diagnosis about that same time, realizing that I can look at them and I want to see them grow up. They're five and two now, delightful, great kids, love them. But I could see their faces. I could get a little bit of an image of what they're going to be like when they're 18 and 19 and 20 and graduating from high school and going on to college or whatever would happen to them, getting married maybe or other things in life, getting careers. And I want to be a part of that. I just decided right then and there, that I'm going to be a part of that. In order for me to be a part of that, I cannot keep doing what I've been doing. I have to change and go about things in a different way. That's what the Bible said to the wise men. After they saw the baby Jesus, they went home a different pathway, having been warned in a dream. So I want to encourage you to change, but not just change because you ought to, or maybe else someone says you should. 
But to change, because it's in your gut, you feel it. You got to do it. And you got to change. In order to change, you got to literally go a different pathway in your life. Not that I can help you to do that in that process. And for me, but it's got to be an emotional thing. You got to feel it in your gut. And then you got to do something about it. You got to be willing to pay the price. <clears throat> in my case, when I got that diagnosis of cancer and heart disease, I realized that for me, my way, my ways of eating pastries and chips and doing what I want when I want to do it is over with and I have to change. It's going to mean some diet changes. I'm going to get really serious about intermittent fasting and the keto diet and some other things like that. And I'm going to get my spiritual life together, be even more focused on journaling and on Bible reading and on my studies and in sharing with you what I learn in these areas. And then also to laugh a lot more, to spend some time with my grandchildren and others, to laugh and giggle and to have some fun together. So I'm calling this year for me. And the, like, the goal here will be to live fully in my life until I die. And I hope it's after 100. And to really be there for my granddaughters in those adult moments in their life. So I cannot go the same pathway I'm going. I have to go. I have to change and go a different way. So that would mean lifestyle changes in my diet, my exercise, my mentality, my spiritual life, all to serve this different pathway. But I have to ratchet up the why in this. And so for me, I'm calling this whole new process and I'm going through Drop Dead Alive. And I'm probably going to start a new podcast called DropDeadAlive.com. And the subheading of that is longevity, love, and laughter. I want to live a long life, love people and be loved and to laugh and have some fun along the way. And I'm going to do that. It's going to be hard at times. I'm going to do that. I know for people like Christy Malik, it was very hard for her to do what she does. But she broke out of it. I commend her for that. Here on the Beyond Adversity podcast, we talk to a lot of people who've had made changes in their life. And what we're all about here on the Beyond Adversity podcast is telling these stories, shine the light on them, and helping them be an inspiration for you to grow through whatever it is you go through and to come out your life. But you have to be the one to choose what is your thing, what is your why, what is your big why that you not only want to change, but you need to change. You have to change to have that life. So seek that out, whatever it is. We like to say that there's the five Ds of adversity, and they're depression, mental health-related things, divorce, which is things related to relationships, disease, health-related things, some of the things I'm going through, debt, financial-related things, and then death, the end of life, or maybe uh, suffering from the loss of another loved one. Those things change us, or they impact us, but sometimes they don't change us if we allow ourselves to sink down low and be lost. It does happen. There are people who do lose their lives to abuse. There are people who lose battles with alcoholism, who fall into depression they don't get out of. It happens all the time. Some of those people, maybe you're in a danger of being some of those people. doesn't have to be that way. doesn't have to be that way. I want to help. The Beyond Adversity podcast is going to be about telling these stories and teaching lessons learned and teaching lessons and helping to get through things. So your homework assignment for the deed for today is to what is to identify your pain point, whatever is your 
aha moment, the illuminated moment. You know, the wise men went to Jesus and they saw Jesus and they were changed. They were illuminated by the moment they saw him and they changed their life. They went back a different way. What's your aha moment, your light bulb moment, your epiphany? That's what that word means. What do manifest, made real in you? What is made real? What about your life is made real that you have to change? So identify it, write it down. And we're going to keep working on this from time to time when we get together here on the, our teaching lessons, our spiritual moments here on the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. It's my pleasure and privilege to serve you out of my life. I come to you with 42 years of Christian ministry and a doctoral degree in transformational leadership and a lot of painful moments in my life to share and the love of other people to share their stories to feed your life. You can always go to drbradmiller.com. We have over 230 episodes of this podcast designed to help you to navigate adversity and to achieve your life of peace and prosperity and purpose. We're here for you. Go to drbradmiller.com. We love you. Take care. Have your epiphany moment, your aha moment, your light bulb moment. And now in 2023, leverage that pain to go home a different way. Until next time, good people, this is Dr. Brad Miller. Now go and do all the good that you can. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. You can find a complete archive of all episodes at drbradmiller.com. That's drbradmiller.com. Or subscribe for free through Apple Podcasts and never miss an episode. Each week, we bring you a message to crush adversity and live your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose.